Hey y'all, welcome back. Episode 16 of season two of the Manly Musings podcast. So tonight was supposed to be another wrestling episode. We're not doing wrestling tonight. Sad um, face. Yeah, sad face for Kevin. But we have the Duke Blue Devil himself joining us yet again for like the 20th time, I feel like already. Uh, Mr. Cyrus Jones. So say hello, Cyrus. Tommy Jones is Johnson. Cyrus sorry. Johnson. Sorry. Oh my sorry. Wow. That was a great intro and I butchered it. Oh, I know. It's so oh, good. man. <laughs> Andrew, edit that one out. <laughs> Just bleep out the last little bit of Cyrus Jones with Johnson. Or just bleep that part. My God. Well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's no, okay. you've, had a, you've had a long day. You've had a long day. Actually, you know what? It has been a very long day. Work was very slow today. So I'm like running around doing stuff around the house and then had 12 different people I had to call for the, my job. I was like, Jesus. Oh, my so God. It is draining. We'll see you. But happy to have you back, Cyrus. It's only been like two weeks. So glad to be back. I know, right? <laughs> yes, always a pleasure. Cyrus is practically like the third host of the pod. So shout out to you for always being down to join us. It's always fun to add. it's always fun to talk to you guys. Listen, it's just like family, man. Just to sit down, and relax, and just let it flow. Wow, he's calling us family. That's right. That's what Woo! it is. All right, so we're gonna talk. I don't even know football, <laughs> basketball. I don't even know. We're just gonna run with it tonight. This was a completely tossed to the side, uh, made up episode because we thought wrestling was gonna happen. Um, but we do promise for all our wrestling fans that will occur in some time in the near future when Joe Mack is not bringing his dog to doggy training and when Leland is not having to go to Pittsburgh for work. Um, it's going to happen. I, I'm already looking at the calendars. You better, better. Like <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm ready to sit here and just yell wrestling. You know, we should have <laughs> did Kev. I didn't even think about it. Raw 30th is right in my backyard. We should have went to that. I know. I was thinking that same thing, but it came up so quick. Like I feel I like I feel like sometimes like normally we hear about these things like month in advance, but like all of a sudden I'm hearing, oh yeah, Raw 30's 30th anniversary is coming up. Oh yeah, and it's just rental in Philadelphia. You're like, Well, who who would have who would have known? No, I mean, that, honestly, they didn't even promote it as much as I thought they would have. Like, it wasn't even promoted like that. Yeah, it was. I thought it was very rushed. And yeah. it, when you watch the show the night before, uh, at night, like, it's like they brought out, like, as many people as they could. But, like, they probably could have done more things. I think they just maybe couldn't get certain people in time or yeah. just. That's what it looked like. It was, but overall, while we're on the wrestling topic. It was a great raw, though. You yeah. know, lots of great action, lots of fun legends. Wasn't um, the that was the one Undertaker was at as yeah. American yeah. Badass, right? Yeah. But he hasn't come out came out as American Badass like since like God, you're thinking two so thousand, like yeah, almost like eleven years, right? Ten, eleven years, something like that. I thought yeah. it's, I thought it said twenty years since he'd been. Yeah, I think I said something to then. Kevin today, and it was like twenty years is since he's been the American badass and people were like, this is amazing. And he came out to kid rock, but they all wished he came out to limp biscuit. 
Uh yeah, I think it's like the licensing because yeah, the, he, the, he doesn't, the Limp Biscuit is the is the classic mm-hmm. the classic yeah. song that he used to came out because he they used to come out to Roland. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, obviously, like copyrights and all that, they probably didn't get enough time to get like the licensing. I probably and... couldn't. I mean, because Fred Dirt still has Fred Dirt and them still have the uh have the rights to that song, so he probably couldn't get all their you know. They're probably going to get it together in time. But here's a funny fact that I don't know if anybody noticed. So they notice when you hear the song, everybody's like kind of freaking out. But you notice there's kind of like a delay in like The Undertaker coming out. I think his bike was stalling out (laughs) to come out. It happened happened twice because it happened as he was leaving, too. So they had to cut away. They took a faraway shot, so they, so so he was trying to get it, so they didn't show him like stalling out. Yeah, it was funny because like you can see when he was going around the ring, he was literally just pressing his feet down, rolling around the ring instead <laughs> of like actually riding the bike around, which was really really funny. But you know, live TV, that shit happens. Yep. Merritt, I didn't want to add. I didn't well, want to. the. You saw the highlight. You sent me the highlight. I didn't see it. I just saw that it showed him on his bike. I, I, that's all I knew. Oh, okay. That's I didn't. A, I, didn't I thought you would have gave. I thought you watched the little video that it came with. You, you, no, you know what it was. You know what it was, Kev. Oh. He only he only watched it for Triple H coming on, so he could say, "Are you ready?" I didn't even know any of this was on TV. <laughs> I was in bed to be straight up. I was asleep by eight thirty last night. I was reading a book in bed at eight and fell asleep 30 minutes later. Yeah, I'm old. It's okay. All right. No. Wow. So I just weekend. realized I know like when we haven't even started talking about our subjects, Merritt, we are almost approaching episode 70. Damn. We wow. old. We still around. People still like us. I know. Kind of weird. I don't why. I don't understand people. Like what? What's going on? We'll, we'll get a, and by the by the time you hit that that hundredth episode, you'll get a sponsor. Trust me, you will. dude. We're trying so hard. I'm trusting yeah. you will. Oh, you gonna you gonna sponsor us, Cyrus? Thank you. If I if I ever if I told you if I ever hit for a boatload of money, I would definitely sponsor you guys. Oh, so nice, so nice. I might even buy you a studio at that point. There you go. That would that's the dream. Instead that of doing it our. <laughs> In our humble abodes. Say, <laughs> so, honey, where are you going at? Where are you, where are you going at? Uh, I'm going to the studio. You got some stuff to do? Yeah, I got some stuff. Peace. <laughs> Bye. I got to go meet up meet up with Kevin in the studio. That would be so dope. So dope. My, I, we, We've talked about it before, but my goal is like Pat McAfee like type studio would be amazing. Oh, that would be amazing. But that is a pipe in dream. In due time. Yeah. In due time. That is our pipe dream. So... Um, all right, let's just jump into this. So, the first Japanese-born um, NBA player has now been traded from the Washington Wizards to the Lakers for a few second-round picks. Um, apparently, it's because Kyle Kuzma has now said he will stay in D.C. Um, oh, is that why they traded that's- Rui? That's yeah. what I heard. Because yeah. there's, um, there's, there's a log jam at that position, and they can't. Yeah. They can't. He's playing. So they played him, was it 13 minutes, Merritt? Something like that. 10, 13 minutes a game. Yeah. They, want, they wanted to play him more, but 
they can't because Kuz is playing that. Yeah, Kuz is playing starters minutes, so they can't afford to give him the minutes he wants. Yeah, and this I like Ryu. I think he's a good, solid basketball player. Mm. Um, Kevin sent the meme. I think it was you or Andrew that sent it in the group chat, and it was now they're going to be the Los Angeles Wizards. There's (laughs) four guys from the Wizards now on the Lakers. Um, And all of them, I would say, are having a fairly decent year over there. So this will be interesting to see what the Lakers do with moving pieces around now because it's another logjam at that small forward shooting guard type position. So... We'll remember, see. remember, yeah, remember when I said it last time we were talking? I said, you know, currently Towns would be on that team sooner than later. This may be an opportunity. I'm not saying it's going to happen during during this trade this season. After Wait. the season's over, I can see that maybe being a possibility. Well, we got two weeks till the trade deadline. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. No, not with no, not with minutes, no, no. Apparently, they're going to try to get rid of um, D'Angelo Russell. Is yes, the rumor that I saw was that Timberwolves are looking to move on from him, which is interesting because the three of those guys are work seem to work pretty well together on the court. They may not like each other off the court, but I don't care. I think <laughs> I, I think part of it. I think part of it is is Russell plays that between. He plays between. He doesn't. He doesn't have a natural point guard position, and that yeah. That's I mean that's always been his problem though. He's he's an in-between guy. So now where do you where do you put him at? That's the question. Think about that. Where do you as a if you were putting a team together, where would you put him at? You would need the guy on the other side that literally does the opposite of what he's doing. And Anthony and Anthony um is not he did, I forget his last name. Anthony Edwards is not doing that. He's he's yeah. a he's a scorer, he's a he's a primetime player. You're you're not, you know. He's going to get up his shots, so you he can't you can't have another guy that's going to put up his, that's going to put up shots. That's true. So. It'll be interesting. I'm I'm intrigued to see what the next couple of weeks will be. Uh, there's a lot of buzz out there in the NBA yeah. on who will get traded, who's going to get moved. Um, there's a lot of teams that's going to be getting rid of a lot of players once because you yeah. think about it. Once they get to the once they get to the to the All Star break, if you're not in close or even close to the playing game, I can see you like trying to get rid of. I can see. Yeah. See them selling off players, yeah, for sure. I know the the Warriors um, basically said that they weren't going to trade their three big guys that are sitting on the bench doing nothing because they're all hurt. Right. That is a bold faced lie. If you get a good <laughs> offer, you are trading one or two of them because you need guys that can come in. They have no size. Right. So, so the question is: So here's the question: Who would you trade? Let me between two of you, who the two you guys, who who would you trade out of those three big guys? So it's who is it? It's Wiseman. I can't remember. Wiseman, um got it started. Uh, Wait, who are we talking about? Which the, uh which the team? Wizards. Uh the uh sorry, the Warriors. Warriors. They're the three guys. Wasn't it like Wiseman, Wiseman Moody, Moody, and who else is their other one? I don't remember. Hold on. Let's My see. gosh. Everyone look up the Warriors depth chart. I'm looking right now. Um uh maybe Jermichael Green. 
Is that no. Kaminga. Kaminga. Oh, uh, Kaminga. Like, are you talking? You're talking about that group of like young guys. Yeah, the the young the young centers basically is what you want. I would call them more power well, forwards. Well, Kaminga is a small forward, so. Well, yeah, he, yeah, but they got him playing. They got him playing the power forward spot, sort of like the, the like the Draymond Green the second group. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Honestly, out of those three, if I had to pick one of them to move, I think I would trade. I also trade Wiseman because he might give you the biggest return because his upside is so good. I know he hasn't played much basketball in the past two years because of injuries, but when he's out there, he does look like he can play in this league. So he might fetch you at least a first round pick. I don't think are you gonna... are you also talking about like Yvonne Looney? Because he's also in that kind of like nope. that second class. No, because Looney's a starter. Looney has started all all their games except for the one against the Celtics this past weekend. He started every game. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can really get rid of him because he can he can he's 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 okay with coming off the bench if he had to come off the bench too. So he's not yeah. it's not really it's not really a big enough deal. The other ones are the gotcha. ones that have apparently complained and been, you know. Well, I mean, I, I to their point, I mean, all those Moody, Wiseman, Kaminga, they're all young guys that really just want to play. I think the only one out of all of them that got that burn is, and then he got a payday out of it, was was Jordan Poole. So you're not going to trade him because you just gave him an extension. Now... You might as well. It, the rest of those guys are probably, I think, on their like rookie deals. Yeah, so they you all might are as on well deals. get rid of them to see what you can get. But maybe another uh, draft pick or another guy to solidify the lineup. It'll be interesting to see what they do. The toughest part for me for listening to like even from you guys even talking about it. Right? I think I'm my my thought is Jesus. if they get rid of the three guys. Right. And say they decide they need to start over in another couple of years. Yeah. Oh, they have yeah. to. Right. But my question now is because those guys are supposed to be the guys of the future. Right. And for some reason, they just can't produce. Now, I don't know if it's just because they assume that they're supposed to get more playing time than everybody else or if they're if they're just not, you know, now that everybody now that they're on everybody's radar, do they now, you know, what I mean, like, I, I don't know, because. Right. If because I, you're if pretty I, much like if you get rid of those guys, you're essentially kind of getting rid of like your farm system, right? Um, unless you are that confident that you know you have great scouting that you can just retool in the draft, or you can find talent in the G League that's hidden. Well, um, well, let's be honest it's the it's the Golden State Warriors. That name nowadays is going to get garner attention from free agents too. So true. There's a lot. The NBA is it's I think in the NBA it's easier to retool and get back to being a competitive team than it is in a lot of other leagues. You if, know if, yeah if it was me though I, I would tell you this if it was me I would say I would I would get rid of I would get rid of Kaminga and I would get rid of Mooney. I wouldn't so much get rid of Wiseman. If I got rid of Wiseman, the only reason I would get rid of Wiseman is this. 
if I can get rid of Wiseman, like you said, I need to get a first round pick and I need to get back another guy that I can put in the lineup automatically. That's going to give me, give me 10 to 20 minutes. Mm. If I can get that in some sort of form, whether either be, even if it's two second round picks and a guy or whatever it is, however that works out, yep. well, here, I would do that. I would funny, do that. The funny part is, is Wiseman is, makes more money than both Kaminga and Mooney put together. Right. But not by much, but not by much, but still he has a bigger roster, like a ver- bigger salary cap hit. Um, but yeah, you need to get something value in return. Cause his, um, his biggest, his biggest problem is his def- defensively offensively. He's fine. Defensively is where he has the issue that that's what they've been trying to work with him with. Right. And the funny part is, is you have a guy who went undrafted who makes Literally on the NBA, the ESPN app has no salary listed next to his name. And Anthony Lamb, who went to the University of Vermont in mm-hmm. Burlington, Vermont. Mm-hmm. If you guys have not been there, there's literally nothing to do besides go hang out in the pastures with the cows. <laughs> and it's Vermont. So mm-hmm. to all the stoners out there, that's what you get to do. This kid for three or four games in a row put up 20 and 10. Right. And he, he is 6'6", 240 pounds. Like, he's playing a size up mm. that he's that he's in their role, those three guys' role right now mm. because of how well he played in the G League, so he's getting his chance. So it, it does make all three of them expendable. I think it's just who gets you the best return right. for it. Um, but like we said, it's going to be real interesting come, was it? February. It's after it's after the All Star break now, so it's like February, like yeah, it's like literally the third week right after. Yeah, when is the All Star game? Uh, February seventeenth or something like that. Sixteenth, seventeenth, something like that. That week. Really? Yeah. It's I, it's funny because I think it's 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 for for the first time it's like so close to like right after the Super Bowl. I think it's like that week. February nineteenth is the All Star game. So it's a week after the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah, which has never really um... happened. No. Because normally the Super Bowl is like up more because of, but then the, the extra week and everything, everything is pushed back, which is, I mean, for me, I dig it because I love, you know, sports back to back, but it's well, just awkward because it's like, I feel like it's so late. Well, isn't yeah. it also um, President's Day, the fall after? Yeah, it's always President's Day. They always do it President's Day weekend. You're right. So. What else right, we yeah, got next? They, they try to give them that day off. Shall we actually go through the what's well, next yes. on the list? We will go through this <laughs> list. Jeez. Let's not take 20 minutes to go through one part of it. My God, Sounds we're going to be here forever. Um, so, divisional round for the NFL playoffs just finished up on Sunday. We're not even going to talk about one of the games because it wasn't even a game. Uh, but we'll make mention <laughs> of it. The Eagles dismantled the New York Giants 38-7. to yeah, that's all I got to say about that, that one. Horrible, absolutely uh, horrible. I was watching it while I was at the UNH fo- uh, hockey game this past weekend. We got to kind of jump up into a suite, which was fun. Nice. Um, and put it put the game on because my buddy is a Giants fan. Yeah, not so good for him. Um, the Jaguars hung around with the Chiefs for a little while. Broke basically destroyed Mahomes' ankle. Um, 
should probably not have actually played, in my opinion, in the second half because Chad Henney is a serviceable quarterback that literally just all you need to do, throw to three guys and hand the ball off. That's all you got to do. That's it. You got capable receivers, you're good. Um, then what? We had the Bills and the Bengals, which, again, we won't mention that one because that wasn't a game either. Oof, that was rough. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals look good. And then the nightcap, Cyrus, your team, that was probably the most boring game to watch straight up out of all of them. Um, I thought it was just going to be kicking field goals all night. And, and you know, Robbie Gold is very good at that. But the 49ers just beat up on the Cowboys, and the Cowboys pulled an Indianapolis Colts and had some weird-ass play that did not work. Man, just the Cowboys being the Cowboys once again. Uh, honestly... We don't that that's honestly that's what we just leave this segment off at and just talk about what's next because that's how bad the games were this weekend. Yeah, the games were close, like two of them were close, two were blowouts, and one was only close because the quarterback got hurt. Yeah, that's true. Like had Mahomes not got hurt, yeah. That game probably is different. They could have lit him up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we'll see. It was definitely interesting, but we'll talk about the upcoming games shortly. This one I found completely interesting was Ed Reed is out as the Bethune-Cookman head football coach. He hasn't coached a game yet, but they didn't ratify his contract for the bowl game or whatever, and he put him on blast. Like, I love it. I love that he literally just ripped into him. And good for him. Got to say that. Good for him. I'm actually, yeah, I agree with you. I I agree with you. I mean, because, listen, you want the guy to come out there. You want some star status, but yet you don't want to pay the guy. Yeah. So, I mean, you you, you can't have it both ways. You can't. It didn't, on top of it all, you have, like, below average facilities. You know, he's sitting there saying, Listen, you want me to come in and help you so you can get these donors, facilities, and everything up, and you ain't even you ain't even ratified my con. I mean, he doesn't need the money. If he needed the money, he he would definitely have gone into coaching a while ago. He doesn't need the money. He wants yeah. to he wants to go coach these young guys to get them better acclimated to give them a shot. And you can't even and, and and this is what happened with these colleges. These colleges just assume that these guys are supposed to walk in and just like, and then you want, and then people wonder why people, why people, you know, hey, listen, I'm going to offer you five, I'm going to offer you 50 mil for two, for 10 years. Okay, I'll go take it. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, listen. Yeah, yeah. His message to the players was great. I thought, you know, was intense, was yelling and screaming, but he was all right. He had the right to do that. Right. Um, did you watch any of that, Kevin? Yeah, all of his uh, yelling and everything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's 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 messed up. It's a uh, really messed up. I was just looking at a couple other things that uh, he originally was offered the Jackson State job 
when Dion left for Colorado, but he turned it down to go to Purdue Cookman. And well, then, and that makes sense too, because you don't want to have to try to convince players to stay that you know we're going to leave. That's tough. Yeah, which was definitely that's definitely interesting. I didn't I didn't know that, but uh, yeah, really unfortunate what happened with him. You know, I'm sure Ed Reed can probably go to another school to go ahead and coach if he wants to coach kids. Um, I watched the thing when he actually had was on live with Dion and Dion was like, you know, this is just one of those lessons in life that you tried your best. And just for this time, it wasn't unfortunately good enough. And that's okay. He'll probably go back to Miami. I'm sure. I mean, somebody, somebody will take Ed Reed. Yeah. He's a star. He's a personality. People like like the younger kids of these of these age, he's like one of the guys that they probably YouTube because of you know his play when he was a player. Right. Um but yeah, serves a, a hard lesson to those schools when they try to bring in a player, former former player, and if you don't have the money to pay him, then don't yeah, try don't to bring this guy him. in. Yeah. And now it's just gonna ruin things for them for not this this year, but probably the next two two seasons at least. Uh, maybe, um, maybe more net, to be honest. Right. Yeah, I'm just giving it like the the minimum of maybe just a couple of years. Yeah. Um, yeah. But well, hopefully Ed Reed lands on his feet. I don't think he really cares. Honestly, I think he just wants to help kids and coach them up. Um, so if he wants to do that, come on up to Morgantown, Ed. We'll take you. We'll open our arms up to you and give you a big old hug. Come on up. Uh, Lord, knows, Lord knows you need it. Shut up, Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. We'll get to that segment momentarily. <laughs> well, good news for my team. The Patriots have an offensive coordinator. Yay. Finally. Yes. Hey, Patricia. The, the great. Cyrus, I want to kick you off of this podcast because of that. You're done. You're done. You're out. You're done. I'm sorry. He's never allowed back. Couldn't Not help allowed it. Sorry. back after this episode. Done. You're cut. Your co-host, third co-host chair is now going to get removed oh, and thrown man. in the garbage. I'm just getting used to this. <laughs> yeah, good for you. You screwed your pooch. Like, I screwed the intro. You screwed up your, your opportunity. For a podcast that makes no money. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I just struggle. The New England Patriots, after a week of interviewing offensive coordinator, um, hopefuls, signed Bill O'Brien. I don't know the contract length or anything. Uh, hasn't been uh, made a, made out to the general public yet, but he is now stepping back into a role that he held 12 years ago. Um, Doubt out to Bill. Yeah. I'm happy he gets uh, an actual play caller on the sidelines and not a fat man with a pencil in his hat, in his hat like this, looking at a play sheet that's laminated. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll pick up your pen. I got it. We're good. Okay. Um, but no, and then they're apparently signing an offense, the offensive line coach from the University of Oregon, too. 
So fun. Good for them. Yeah. Some retooling going on. I'm very happy. I, I think and Bill, I think I think Bill had enough of the uh of the nonsense he had to deal with on offense. I think he just had enough. And then as we were talking about before the podcast, I sent a thing over to Kevin and Andrew in our group chat that apparently the Ravens or not the Ravens, but the Arizona Cardinals are looking to trade DeAndre Hopkins. Um which makes sense because they're in a total rebuild at this point. They owe him a buttload of money uh, and they probably don't want to pay him a buttload of money. So apparently the Ravens and the Patriots are the top two teams. God, I hope the the Patriots get him because Bill has tried to trade for him for the past 10 years and it hasn't happened yet. Give me it one time. I I would tell you right now, if he goes to the Patriots, I can see Lamar. I can see Lamar Jackson going just going greener pastures. Uh, I agree. I would too. Yeah, I would too. I think because Lamar's you, out anyway. I I honestly I, think that. I, I here's the reason I say that. If you go out and you get, if you go out and you bring him in, right, that gives them a number one receiver. That gives them. That gives them and gives them a guy on the guy that they have to, to worry about defending, right? Mm-hmm. And that helps everybody out, right? Offensively, and they got rid. Listen, and they got rid of Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator. So now you can start from scratch. You can use the players that you have. You can set them up in the right places, and then make a difference for Lamar Jackson. I mean, the guy is an amazing quarterback. How could you not give him a number one receiver? How could you not give him? I mean, he's got uh, he's got one of the top five tight ends in the league, right? Yes, but he doesn't have anybody else. No offense, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't have anybody else. I mean, who, who's he you gonna, ain't lying? Yeah, who, 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 I mean, he could he could throw the ball to me and Merrick. That's about as that's about as close as he's going to get to having a number one receiver. The other guys just for some reason they can't run a route. They drop the ball. I, I, yep. I, hey, you know what? I can catch a football. So can I. I may not well, catch it every single time, but I can catch it. Yeah. I'll do the, I can do the, the George Kittle catch where he tapped it up. I I'm the king of that, I promise. The tap ball and just catching it randomly. I got you every time. But real quick, yo, uh I got just got this update that came through. So for the NBA All-Star game this year, the players, whoever the captains are, mm. They will not pick the teams until the night of the All-Star game, which what? will be a pre-taped, well, pre-game uh, taped little footage that they'll do live on air, live on air before the game. So we're gonna we're gonna find out the starters Thursday and then we'll find the reserves uh later on. But the picking of the teams will not be done until the day of the All-Star game. Interesting. Very interesting. That is different. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know how to feel about that. I I think I I think Do you, you have I, an idea. I, I, I think they have. I have an idea what they're doing. So it's sort of it's sort of. I can understand why they did it now because it's backyard think, basketball. Yeah, uh, yeah, ba- literally backyard basketball. Coach has to coach on the fly. He can't, you know. He can't formulate a game plan before he walks in. He's got to, you know, 
Because, you know, you could tell that some guys didn't want to play with some guys during, the, during these all-star games who picked, you know, when they were picking teams. You could just tell. <laughs> you could you just, I, just like, I don't I, al- I also think this is just a conspiracy theory for me. I just think maybe this could be a, a ploy to somehow maybe have LeBron's team possibly lose this all-star game because he's been 5-0 and in all the all-star games where they've done this format. So maybe just another wrinkle to just make it a little bit tougher. Is he? Is he? Is is he one to be one of the captains? Is he, is he top? Well, one the t- if 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 it stay if the results stay as so, the captains would be for the uh, LeBron would be one of them, and it's either between Giannis and Kevin Durant. Well, Kevin Durant won't be in it because he's he's done. But he can still be. He can still enough. be a. He can still be a captain, though. He did it last time. He can still be a captain. Yeah, yeah but he, I also don't like that because you're not playing, so don't be involved. But I agree. Kevin Durant I agree. also says he wants he wants to play. He said, "I don't, I don't care. I want to play. I want to be a part of all these events." That was uh, he told reporters on Tuesday, aka today. Yeah, but he also is out another two plus weeks. I know with his knee. Yeah. Huh. So huh. we'll see what happens. I, I thought so. I'd bring that to everyone's attention because I know that's going to be I, another podcast idea. That is very interesting. I do like that. Um, it'll be fun. I, I, I agree with that one. All right. So West Virginia basketball team sucks. We did get at least one Big 12 basketball win against TCU. That was awesome. Yeah. And then we couldn't hold a lead against Texas again. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. It's like there's really not much to just say. It's just that pretty much, hey, go into the game, see what the best you can do. If you win, you probably end up beating a top five team that's ranked right now, which is Six of the teams are ranked. Yeah. And what conference has six ranked teams in it where you got to do a round robin. You're not just playing them once. You're playing them twice. So, I mean, it's still not not looking good. But it's crazy because we could still say that we still have a chance to make this respectable. We still I mean, yeah, but if you think about it, if you got six guys, if you got six teams ranked in your in your if you got six teams ranked in there, right, in your division, mm-hmm. I, I would think that at some point in time that should make you that much better come tournament time. So, yeah, you know what? You don't you don't win or you don't whatever. We have at to least, make the tournament first, Cyrus. Well, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that field of 64, right, they have a shot of winning the, the, the field of 64. What I'm saying is if you put a good enough – if you put a good enough – Good, put a good enough show in and get a couple wins here and there, especially like they have that that little thing where they say you got to get one, you got to get one win or a couple wins at this level, and then you got to get another one to this pod or whatever it is pod they're looking at, right? If they can get a couple wins like that, I mean, hey, I mean, I'll take being seventh or eighth in the league and then turn around and, and make the tournament as maybe a fifth or sixth seed or something like that. I mean, that that's respectable, especially I mean, when you got everybody rate, ranked. Yeah, at this rate. If we could get in as like an eight or a ninth seed, I would even take that. Yeah. I just want us to make the tournament. Yeah, me too. It's just so I can I be excited be... about watching the tournament. I'll still be excited. I'll just be more happy and, you know, yeah. more, more, 
player would pay a little bit more attention to a certain game. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Basketball is kind of up in the air. They play Auburn this weekend for the Big 12 SEC matchups. So we'll see how that goes. And just think, Kevin, next year when Houston joins, there'll be seven teams <laughs> in the Big 12 that are ranked basketball-wise. Yeah. I mean... Oh, you can't forget Cincinnati's pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, and those Florida guys are pretty good, too. and harder and harder. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. That's what happens at the division. One level, we just have to somehow stay afloat and stay pace. Um, but, yeah, they got to figure it out, and hopefully they do, because... Right now, whatever they got, ain't working. working. Nope. Uh, Football, not much. They've got a couple transfers that have come in over the past week. Um, But it looks like from their Instagram post and their Twitter page, the boys are back lifting, getting ready for the spring game, which should be coming up in a couple of months. Um, This means I need to put my season ticket deposit down so I can get my season tickets for next year. I'm very excited for you. I am too. I'm I'm uh the plan is to get season tickets and then sell majority of them to make money back so that I can buy all the pit tickets that we're gonna need. Fun times. <laughs> Fun times. You have no idea there's gonna be but, so many tickets. But uh I will say definitely football. They talked. I listened to Neil Brown's like end of season report. Yeah, which, in my opinion, I was like, now you now now that you've admitted yourself that this season was a disappointment, you need to fix it. And if you don't fix it next year, he's gonna be, it's gonna be bye bye. Hundred percent. It's going to start what his hopes would be. And we'll have this video on video from January 24th at 7.46 p.m. Oh, boy. It would be when those Panthers of the city of Pittsburgh come to Morgantown. On September 16th. On September 16th. we ha- I, Me and Merritt and Sire should be leaving that stadium with a win singing Country Roads. Yeah. If they, that yes. will set the tone. That will set the tone for the season. Because I know they pen, they play Penn State. Will probably get blown out. But if it, they if they come to the when they come to the brawl and they perform and they win, that can be the changing of the rest of the regular season. I agree, and it could also be the end of the Neil Brown era. If yes, if they do not win, he's done. I don't expect him to be back the following week. And if Pittsburgh is the rival, is your is your rival, right? Right. There's the main rival. We yell each shit pit because of we hate each other. Right. Um. I I would say this. I would say this. If you look look at it from like the Jim Harbaugh perspective, right? He wasn't winning against Ohio State. They told him, "Listen, you don't start winning against Ohio State, you're gone." Made a difference. Maybe this is what he needs. You're not. You're not gonna win. You don't win against Pitt, against our rival. You gotta go. God, I I really hope that happens because I can't with this shit anymore. 
it's I, I don't want to hear trust the climb. We're all trusting the climb, blah, 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 because it's getting to the point where it, it is exhausting. You know, uh, it sucks. I, I don't want to be this team. I want to be a, a winning team. I want to be able to go to bowl games and be comfortable winning bowl games. You know, no, so you guys, we haven't been in you guys sound like Cowboys fans. Oh God. We are like the epitome of Cowboys fans in college football. <laughs> I, I will hundred percent say that we come back for the, the crap every single year and hope and pray <laughs> that we're really good. But guess what? At the end of the year, we're a disappointment. Or, or we could be like, that call it like that high school kid that does something really stupid and disappoints their parents. That's West Virginia football. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just how it goes with us. Um, so we'll see. Um, but as long as the big group of us that's going to that game in eight months is yelling and screaming, having a blast and walking out with a win and drinking heavily, drinking a lot of beer and we'll be happy. If we don't, I'll still drink a lot of beer and probably throw a pit fan over the football stadium's boundary. Can't wait to see that. It's oh my god! I just no, that can't be on video. <laughs> <laughs> we'll blur you out. Oh, we'll blur me out. Great. The big white. Well, actually, yeah, that would work. The big white guy in Morgantown threw a pit fan over if the stadium. If it's Cyrus that did it, then we'd be in trouble. Yeah. Well, more more or less Cyrus. No offense, Cyrus. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. It's a struggle. It's a struggle in Morgantown. Yeah, I get that. I get that. It is real. I get it's that. It's definitely real. Um, but Kevin, what do you got on? You don't have a jersey. You got no yeah. wrestling stuff. I don't on. have a jersey. I don't have a wrestling shirt on. Honestly, was it one of those days? I figured it. I figured I'd switch it up. Uh, for those that don't know, Merritt, and it's just a little spoiler to what Merritt is wearing. Um, we had a little we're out here series for Brooklyn. You guys saw in the video, we stopped by the Nike that's in Fifth Avenue. And what I did when I was there, I went and got me a little custom hoodie. I got a little custom train on there. I got a little I need, patch. I need the hood. Here. I need the hood. I got a, a little Nike. I got my little a little patch <laughs> there. And then, the hood hold on, the I got to take part. the mic off. Got, got a little guy. pigeon. What? Oh, that's nice. The pigeon was the best part of that whole thing. And then I have, I have, I have another logo on the back too. But um, yeah, it's also cold in this room, so I figured I would just this perfect it's time cold. to wear this hoodie. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Merit, describe to us. You're not only wearing a hat today, but you're wearing a jersey. Right, so I've worn this jersey already. I've worn the Islanders jersey. But yep. because you and I are going to your first ever is no, not your first ever NHL game, but your first ever Islanders game as so first is my Islanders game, yeah. This coming Saturday. So, my buddy Mark got me a New York Islanders hat. So, basically I will be wearing this, but I will definitely have a sweatshirt on underneath this jersey cuz we all know hockey arenas are fucking gold yes it is um so i'm excited kevin i bought my train ticket <laughs> this morning okay i have to buy the parking pass however i can buy the parking pass uh just i found out you can do it just type in ubs like parking 
Yeah. And then you can go to ticket. It gives you a link and goes to Ticketmaster, and you can buy general yeah. admission parking, which is like a quarter mile from the arena. I just got to figure out like that. If there's one there for the like the emerald parking. Yeah, that's area. what it is, and that's so, its general admission. That's so do I guess I'm assuming. I hope it's like there's like a shuttle or something, or like a we just I, walk. I, I don't either. know. I'm not. I'm not versed to. Uh, the UBS arena and thank God I looked it up beforehand because if I were to just go and to find out that like I needed to do something beforehand I would be so screwed <laughs> what would it have taken you to like get there via like the train or anything too long really too long well because I would need to take at least a bus or train to New York City and then oh, yeah. I would have to take the pen train. you have to go from Penn I'd have to go from Penn Station to somehow on the LIRR yeah, and that's then, easy though. That that part was easy to get there. And then whatever other train that I have to take, it's too much work. I yeah, might as switch. well just drive. You might have to switch at Jamaica. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I might as well just drive. So it'll be like four hours of driving that day. So I just, but I'm, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be a busy day for me. So I have um, a first birthday party that i'm going to that's going to be down in pennsylvania that starts at a, like earlier in the morning so that's going to be until afternoon we drive back and i want to get into my car probably stash like three to four energy drinks for that ride and then i'll meet you there uh somewhere somewhere <laughs> at the stadium my my, my train so they only allow the UBS arena stop heading westward. It only is open during game days or like events at the arena, yeah. not mm-hmm. all at not at all times. I get there by 6:20 is when my train drops me off. I have an hour and 10 minutes to figure out what the heck to do in my life until the game starts. Yeah, is there stuff around it? Like that's exactly that's what I, I'm like. I don't know. I, don't I haven't know I haven't looked it up, so I will definitely do some more research. There's, there's not even like a like a bar or restaurant you can go to. They oh, don't there's, have... there's gotta be, and I'll just go drink yeah, with some there's... Islanders fans and pretend yeah. to know stuff. Um, yeah, I ha- I don't I don't have any Islander paraphernalia, so oh. I'm literally just gonna have to just get it there. <laughs> I was gonna say we know what Kevin's buying on Saturday. Oh my god. Um, okay. I'm, re- I'm not ready. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not ready to spend the money. Hey, um, Kev, just just remember when you're taking that four hour drive, you might just want to do like we out there, just show you on the road, like we out there on the road. Hey, look at look at that big tree as I go by it. The third time. <laughs> look at look at it's New York City. It, you just pan across New York City when you're driving to, and then and there's New York City at night. <laughs> I was, I was gonna try and do that, but like I, the way my car is set up, like I don't have it like docked onto my like dashboard, so like it's like down on the bottom, so where like I have to hook up for like my car plan stuff. So we'll see what happens. I'll figure it out. But I'm, but I'm excited. Islanders game. And I love how when me and Mary did this, we like literally did this spur of the moment. Yeah, months Whatever. And then it's also the same day as Roar Rumble, which I didn't know it was the same day. So I will be looking up what's happening while we're at the game at the same time. So Just don't fall asleep at the game this time. Yeah, I know. Well, I that's where the energy drinks are going to come in so I could, like, actually be awake. 
Well, Perfect. also, also, I'm not going to be as exhausted because right, we're not going to be walking before, around all day. Also, and no wedding, and I didn't do get wasted at a wedding, so you know, this will be much easier. Yeah. All right. So we already talked about NBA trade deadline room rumbling, so we won't mention that again. Let's talk about the championship games for the NFL coming up for the divisions on Sunday. So first game up is the Eagles 49ers in Philly. Cyrus, are you lucky enough to go to the game um, and piss off a lot of Eagle fans? (laughs) I will unfortunately be in uh, sunny Florida because my cousin's getting married. So that's probably for the best. That is probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm but my wife, my wife is throwing the party here. You know, she she wants to throw a party here for the for the Eagles 49ers game. Wait, 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 wait. Your cousin's getting married. Yeah. And your wife's not going with you? Yeah, she's a school teacher, so the days don't work out because everybody's on Sunday. So yeah. Wait, wait. He's got the oh bro, you better be like the all-state commercial where you're watching the phone, watching your phone like this and be like, uh huh. The game. The game the, the wedding starts at four, so I get at least an hour to watch the game. Well, forty five minutes because obviously they, they start like three fifteen or whatever it is, but like forty five minutes to watch at least part of the game. Now, does that mean I will not? Does that mean I? I because being that there's no wedding party, I can actually keep the phone on my on my lap and actually watch the game without the sound on. Hopefully, the ceremony is quick. And just don't start yelling if something good happens or bad. Nah. So it's all it's really all funny. it's all white wedding too. So I got a white 49er shirt. I'm probably purposely gonna wear it underneath the other shirt just to piss people off. Because there's all Eagles fans down there. That my whole, oh, the whole yeah, my whole no family is Eagles fans. I'm just gonna piss everybody off. Oh, I love it. I love it. We need pictures. Oh, yes. I'll give you some. I'll send some. Oh, yes. I love it. All right. So what do you we already know Cyrus prediction? 49ers. I think it's gonna be a close game though. I do think too. I think Kevin, what what do you think? <clears throat> I it's it's gonna be close. Um, I definitely think whoever I is the first, the one that's going to like get ahead by just a little bit more than a touchdown, they're gonna be the ones to pull out pull it out because I think they're the defense will it's I don't know how to describe it. I, I think it's just going to be a rough house game. It's going to be a really physical game. It's going to be mm-hmm. very physical. It's going to be cold. I think it's scheduled to rain that day. Um, I just hope the Eagles lose. Yeah. I just hate the Eagles. Eagles fans are so annoying. So, honestly, Cyrus, I'll have my Jerry – a uh, rice jersey on and cheering for the 49ers. I appreciate that. I really I, do, Kev. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I will uh, be rooting for the 49ers with no 49ers gear on Cyrus. I do apologize for that. But if they do win mm-hmm. and say the Bengals don't win, mm-hmm. I will buy myself a Brock Purdy jersey because that dude is do it. awesome. I love him. I love Brock Purdy. Um, I agree, Kevin. I think Honestly, whoever scores first, if it's a touchdown, yes. three yeah, or, that's, that's or a field goal, yeah, I think that's going to be your team that wins. All in all, overall, um, I do give the edge to the 49ers, especially on the defensive side of the ball, because 
they're all healthy. Right. Though they did have a guy get arrested, arrested for domestic today. violence. Um, but so be, honest, be honest with you, until they clear the charges, they'll have them, they'll still have them play. Right. He's still going to be, unless the NFL says no. Due Again, to the just, I guess it really depends on the severity of it because a lot of times it's been depending on the severity of, like, yeah. if, it, if it was more or less like we just had a spat, you were arguing and people heard whatever right. it is, then, you know, it may just be, right, well, you just don't go to the house, stay here, don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, but if it's something where it's like a physical nature where you put laid hands, I don't see him, I don't see him like a, no. I don't see him, I don't see him playing. No, so I don't see him playing if that's the case. But also, the Eagles has you know we all know Eagles have a very good offensive side of the ball. Yeah, but the only team that I can see that it has the same type of fire firepower is the 49ers. Yeah, like, and, and I, I agree. And honestly, if I was looking at the game and, and say we're just looking at it objectively, right? I'm not like say I'm not a, like a 49ers fan or not. Any, I, I would say right now that the 49ers had a better defense. Right, mm-hmm. they have to they have a better defense, coaching, everything else. They just have the better defense. Offensively, Philly is that much better because of the explosive players that they have. Right, I'm not saying that the 49ers don't have explosive players, but you know, if if let's put it this way, if Trey Lance was playing at a, if Trey Lance was playing, or or Garoppolo was playing, and they were playing at a you know elite quarterback status, or playing very well, right? I would say it's a wash because I think you will put up the same amount of points. Right, I think it's going to be between. Seeing 10 and 21 points if everybody's healthy, if you had their top quarterbacks in and your top players in, right? But because you, you have Brock Purdy, I'm not saying that he can't play well, he won't, but to be a rookie, you do have that possibility of making rookie mistakes, you know? Right. And, you know, to give it to a guy who's been there for doing it for two years and he understands what he's doing and what the offense wants, right? You know he's not going to. You know he's not. He's not going to screw it up. He's going to be the guy to say, "Listen, I'm not going to. I'm not going to make a stupid decision that's going to cost us the game. If we're only three points down, and I can throw the ball away and live to fight another day to come back in in in, in two minutes to get it to get you no know, a shot to to uh, tie the game up, I'll do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I that's where I think this game lies at at this point. Um, but if I was doing like checking it off, like you know who was better. I would say offensively, Philly's got it right now. Uh, special teams, defense, 49ers. And, you know, coaching, Coaching, I would say, is sort of a wash. Yeah, I both coaches think, are really yeah, good. But yeah. So, all right, so I I'm think we're all – I'm going to say this, though. Yo. I will say the winner of this game has the higher probability of winning it all. I'm going to say so. that. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. Depending on who wins the AFC right. yeah. so championship game. Let's yeah. talk about the NF, the AFC championship game. It is now going to be hosted in Arrowhead Stadium, which makes no sense to me since you're going to host the Bills game, Bills-Chiefs game in Atlanta. Why aren't we doing the same for the Bills bang or the Chiefs Bengals? Because because the because the record because because either way, if you look at it. If the Bills had played that but game, the Bills and the Chief, the Bills and the uh, Bengals right, have the but, exact same record, and you, no, no, yes, not really, they were both no. twelve and four or uh, thirteen and four, I believe. No, or twelve. No, they were both twelve and four because they only they only played twelve. No, but the, games. But the, no, but the but they when they when they were getting ready to play that game, if Demar Hamlin got hurt in, 
that game was that game was supposed to be if the Bills won, the Bills were getting the number one seat. No, right? they had to, they still had to the Kansas right, City. But I'm saying, all right, like, I guess what I'm saying is they had to win that game in order to still be into that number one seed area, right? Cincinnati, whether so, they won since when Cincinnati, whether they won that game or not, they were still sitting at the third seat. No, they yeah, weren't because because if the it, Bills ended if, the season thirteen and three. Okay. The Bengals ended it twelve and four. That's the reason why the right. Bills would have had to go away because then it would have caused the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs and the Bills to be tied. That's why they would have to be in the different stadium Correct. because of the fact that if the Bills went through with that game and won that game, the Chiefs and them would have had the same record, and right. then. That's where the conflict would have been, but that's why. But the Bengals, it's fine because they were no matter what the third seed, as Cyrus was saying. Well, if they had won, they would have been the second seed because they, they would have, right? But they would have, yeah. but, but that's the same. But the scenario, but the scenario, right? No, I was, understand. Yeah, but the I, scenario was, yeah, that because they, they would have had they're saying that because the way because they somebody asked that question and they said, in order for that to really work out. Cincinnati would have had to win both games in order to get to the second seat. But right. they, that wasn't, they, they knew that wasn't going to happen. So, but. so speaking still... of this game, I think normally I'm a Pat Mahomes guy and I think that he would pull it out, but I just think that Joe is too cool, man. Dude. Uh, Mahomes playing in the second half with a high ankle sprain. He ain't playing. He's not practicing this week. We all know that. You can't. Right. Like this they even talked about it after the game and they're like, "Yeah, you could play cuz all the adrenaline's pumping through your body. But you going home Sunday night, you you're not moving that ankle or Saturday night, you're not moving your ankle." Yeah, no. He, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, by Thursday, he's probably, I mean, they would have to check it Wednesday night, but Wednesday Yeah, they night, need to check it tomorrow, is what they yeah, said. Yeah, by Wednesday night, they need to check, because Wednesday night, if if it's still, I'm not going to, what I'm going to say is, if it's still tender, right? Because if it's still, like, tender, tender, to the point where, like, you can't really touch it, I don't, I mean, if he plays, it's, it's they'll have to put so much tape around it, that oh you but you know he's not going to not play. He's going oh, yeah, to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, like, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that's a given. I mean, he's not going to not play. Yeah. It just depends on what type of version we get. Right. But I also don't, even if he was like 100%, I give the Bengals this game. I, I want to say. It's going to be tough, though. Yeah. I just think that, like, for the Bengals to definitely secure it, it helps that he's hurt right now. But if Mahomes goes for like that strong start, and then Kansas City gets a stop or two, and then Mahomes goes back and drives it all the way to score seven points again. That's gonna be, I think, gonna be a little bit tougher on the Bengals because I, because I, I mean, the Bengals team is not the greatest. They've just um, been able to capitalize on great opportunities, but I, I, I don't know if, if if Mahomes gets ahead of it fast enough, then that's when I would give the edge. But again, he's still injured. Uh, the sprained ankle is going to be a big deal. He's not going to be able to be running around the pocket as much as he used to. He's going to be a lot slower. I would I would say this. I would say this. 
I would say I would like to see Cincinnati win, but if you look at it, because 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 Kansas City doesn't have that over the top guy like they did with Tyreek Hill, or the guy that when they give the ball to every time, you have you, now you can't focus on him. Before you could focus on him and take him away, right? Right. Now you have everything spread out. You yeah. can try to you can try to take stuff away, and and here's a kicker, right? Like you said, he's hurt. So but maybe I, the maybe that ball that he throws to to uh maybe that ball he throws to Juju isn't the, isn't on the tightrope like it normally is sometimes and maybe he'll drop it right. But on a, if you know, if he was totally healthy, I don't think that's the case. I think he's throwing it to the guy that's open. It's on the tightrope or whatever you want to call it. It's it's you know there's no sort of you know wiggle to it. But like you said, with him being hurt, who knows, right? So I'm going to go after Kevin on his first comment, and then I'm going to answer you on your comment. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The Bengals defense has been one of the better defenses in the NFL for a majority of this season. Mm. They walloped the Bills, who were supposed to be a high-octane offense, and stonewalled them. Stephon Diggs didn't have a good game. Gabe Davis had one big catch. Josh Allen looked like nothing. They also have one of the best defensive edge rushers on that line. Hendrickson, yeah. He's phenomenal because now you have to worry about him coming around. And with an injured Patrick Mahomes, him coming around the corner, he has to be able to move. He's not going to be able to. Um, So I give the edge to the Bengals on that end. When it comes to your point, Cyrus, with – you know, last year, the years before, they've had Tyreek Hill, they've had Travis Kelsey, they've had a couple of the you've had a couple of guys that you need to pay attention to. Really, that's it. And if right. one of them goes off, one of them goes off. That's fine. You can kind of live with it. Right. You know, if Tyreek went off, you can't stop him. He's fast as all hell. Yeah. Um I think this team is a little different. They do have more playmakers when they brought in Juju and they have Hardman and they have these other guys, but I'm not as worried because they're not as explosive. And the cornerbacks that are on the Cincinnati Bengals may not be the best. Like Eli Apple, we all know is total garbage. (laughs) Like, come on, he's total garbage, but he's do he's good enough to go up against somebody like Juju and stay with him. I, I yes, think, yes. and I, and I, even if Patrick Mahomes was hundred percent healthy, mm-hmm. I still think the Bengals offensively wipe the floor with the Kansas city defense. Cause Kansas city's defense has not been phenomenal. And that, it's that's been okay. I was, yeah. That's where I was going to go. That was what I was going to say to you that if we were going to go to go to the breakdown part of it, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That since that, that, that if I'm looking at the four teams left in the playoffs, Kansas city's defense is the worst out of all. Of them. So oh, by far. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, but the only thing I would say is this Kansas city has three running backs that mm-hmm. do three different things. If they Deciding when to slow the game down and make them have to make them have to, you know, seriously go through 98 yards or whatever it is for Cincinnati to score. Right. Mm-hmm. And they run the ball efficiently enough. And you're only asking Mahomes that to really throw maybe a handful of times. 
really is a recipe for success at this point being that he's injured. If you really think about it. Yeah, but also Cincinnati is 3-0 against the Chiefs the past three games. So. True. I will take that. <laughs> I just have to remember, when did they beat them last time? Last time was during the regular season. Yeah, 27-24 at um, not too long ago. Yeah, I mean, like I, a month and yeah, a half ago they beat yeah, him. Yeah, and that and that and in that game, if you watch that game, if you watch that game, that game, that game was just that was damn near a knockdown drag out game. Right, like it, it was it was it was a lot of running, a lot of defense, a lot of hitting. It was a really physical. Both game. both teams can do it. Both right. teams can just put the ball down on the on the field, like in the running backs' hands with Joe Mixon and P Ryan. Right. And you have the guys on the other side of the ball, McKissick, um, Shanko, Shanko, and um, Edwards, right? Right. No, he's, um, he's hurt. He's done for the season. I forget who the other guy is. There's one more guy. Yeah, I can't remember. They his have name. McKinnon, Pacheco, and then there's uh, one other younger running back. I forgot his name. Yeah, they they use they use him as they use him as like the like the last like option when one of yeah. them wants like a breather or something. So. Like that. No matter what, it's going to – I think it's – both games this weekend are going to be phenomenal football games to watch. I will give the edge to the Bengals on this one um, by the smallest degree. It's basically the same with the 49ers and Eagles. Right. It's going to be a dogfight, and whoever makes the first touchdown and first score and does not turn the ball over once will be your winner. You turn that ball over in either of these games, you are more than likely going to lose. Yeah, that's, because, that's going to be a that's that's definitely going to be tough because that's like you said, it's going to be a really tight game. For I mean, let's put it this way: if if they get both one and one turnover, then fine. I think you just kind of set reset back at zero again. But if it's like right, if you yeah, but if you are you lose the turnover um, differential, then yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah, but. We'll see. We'll we'll be back next week to see if our predictions are right about who wins. <laughs> um, Cyrus may not be. I already told him he was not allowed back. Ah, so Cyrus, darn. Cyrus might be. You know, you never know. I may sneak on. You never know. I may sneak on. You never know. Oh God! I will deny it. <laughs> block you. Oh my God! Can you imagine if Cyrus just snuck on him one day? That'd be actually hilarious. <laughs> that would be really funny. I would die. All right. Well, I can't. I can't do it now. Now that I said it, I can't do it. I can't do it now. So. No, no. Okay, so let's talk about this. I brought this up. This is one of the topics that we randomly thought this would be fun to talk about one day on the pod, and lo and behold, perfect day to do it. We have no wrestling. Um, sad face. I know, sad face. Um. We're going to talk about the best college quarterback to ever play the game. This was inspired by a, an Instagram post that I shared with Kevin and Andrew. Um, they had the likes of Cam Newton, Johnny Menzel, uh, um, Tim Tebow, Vince Young. So I'm going to let Cyrus go first because he'll have the most long-winded answer out of he all thinks. of us. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Dan Marino. Wow, 
college quarterback, Dan Marino. Were you even around when he was in college? Uh, yes, but <laughs> yes, but I, I did, I did watch a couple. I did watch a couple of his games when you know what they did, like the end of the the college classics and stuff like that. You know, that man can throw before his knee injuries. Oh my god! Oh my god! That some of the stuff that he used to throw, it's just. The talent he had was arm and, and the pinpoint accuracy. You just you, and like I said, before his injury, before his knees went bad, yeah, he was he was beast. All right, all right. I don't like that he was a Pittsburgh Panther, but okay. I know. I'm sorry. That 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 you know. All right, Kevin. Who do you think? All right. So this was I went and did some research on this one because I really was like is and there's so many people that you could like throw in this category. Um but I think when I think of like the best college quarterback, I think about presence they've had, their leadership, I think about wins, I think mm-hmm. about, you know, effective wins especially during that era like how like the meaning of it so for me, I am going with Gainesville's Gainesville's own Tim Tebow as the greatest wow. college quarterback ever. Really? Now a lot of people will be like, "Why?" But I also think about so number one, when I'm looking at these players, I'm not looking at at their performance of post college either. I'm looking at strictly their time in their however many years and four years, and I don't think you can deny. When it was Tebow mania from that mid-early 2000s, he was the star. ESPN talked about him constantly. Everybody loved him or you really hated him. I just thought, you know, hold on. I I did the re- I even got stats for you. Here we go. So three seasons as a starter, 35 and 6, 145 total touchdowns, QB rating. Uh, of 169.7. He's a Heisman Trophy winner, consensus All-American, two national titles, one as a starter, two SEC titles, one as a starter. Um, And he, I just, like, when you think about college football, I just think about, like, how much he meant to, like, his school at the time and how much he meant to, like, college football at the time. Nobody could beat that. Florida spread and you know he was as dynamic as they come and when I think of college football I don't think you can think of like I don't think people would like miss out on saying his name hmm interesting I just don't like him because he's Tim Debo (laughs) and again that's exactly (laughs) why the effect like people don't like him for whatever reason, he's a stud. I mean, he's he's also a born Filipino, but you know, it's that's a like you can like you can feel like people just there's people that just hate him, and that's the effect that he had during that time, and that's why I think like that stuff matters too. So I, I want to go. I, I'm I going can't. Tim Tebow. I can't, Kev. You're killing me. God. Yeah, All right. Kevin. I All really right. did not expect you to throw. Yeah, Tim, know, Tebow out Tim Tebow out there. I, I was expecting geez. someone else. 
Like, honestly, like Johnny anybody. Manziel, like no, Johnny like, Manziel. I mean, you you could have gone up there too. You could have I mean, gone. You could have gone. Peyting Manning. You could have gone anywhere. See, but like, so, but still, you like, could have gone with Marcus wise, Mariota, Yoda, uh, Hawaiian. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I like, no, You could have gone with so Marcus many. Marcus Mariota was on mine too. He okay. was one of my five that I was looking at. But when you look at the dynamic that he had at his time in Florida. Are you talking and about all the murderers I, on his team too? Are you like, like he, putting that into he had, mindset? He had, he had four wide but, receivers that over had over a thousand yards that over that were a thousand yard players that went to the NFL. Of course he was going to. Of course he was going to look good. He threw he threw a bubble screen. The guy went eighty yards. Nobody was touching him. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I, and that's what the, the spread was, and they won him the Heisman Trophy. I don't know. Well, I don't know what you guys want me right, to say. I gotta, I gotta say this. If Reggie Bush got his Heisman Trophy taken away, Tim Tebow needs to give him his because I do not believe Tim Tebow should have ever won a Heisman Trophy because he's he's not, in my opinion, not that good of a football player. In my opinion, I, I just thought, I just think I, he was I, a very. He was a very he was a very good leader. I, I listen. He was a very good leader. But I, every you ha- everything Cyrus, else, yes, I, you have to be a good leader when ninety five percent of your team is convicts. That's true. That's true. But we that's did true. we know? Did they know about that at that time? Yes, they did. There's we are getting that Netflix documentary. I've already read numerous reports that they're doing a Netflix documentary on those Florida Gators. So everyone knew that they were messed up. Yeah, Kevin, Man. your 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 pick is just like I, I love you, but it it's through everybody off. I, it's through me and Marikoff. I, 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 I don't I, even I, know. I don't know if I want to go to a hockey game with you anymore. Cyrus, you want to come? You just miss your cousin's wedding for a little bit. Come on. I um, I, 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 I would love to, but my <laughs> now he's going to fly me back. <laughs> I, I got you covered. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> wow. I just. Maybe Andrew should edit that part out. Maybe I, I don't. Yeah, Andrew, yeah, can you yeah. edit out this yeah, whole section yeah, of Kevin geez. like talking wow. about Tim Tebow? I'm gonna be edited it out. It's all Kevin, good. Like Kevin is so mad right now. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> he's like, what I the know, hell? I didn't know this was gonna enrage. This is the first time in our history of our podcast I've enraged everyone <laughs> on the podcast that. I made such a controversial. It's usually hit. me. It's usually me that does it. Yeah, so. I, it just. Yeah. I just don't get it because I mean it, it. It's not like he. It's not like he threw for five hundred yards and like four touchdowns in the game. He he literally, he was averaging maybe two fifty, maybe three hundred yards a game, and he was throwing bubble screens. I mean, I he doesn't have an arm. No, but at the same time, that was the game of like college football at the time. That's how they won. He all he had to do was manage the game, and he was a leader. And he so was, showed if the he spirit. just has to manage the game. He should never win a Heisman Trophy for just managing a game. I mean, because guys, you're not dynamic you, enough to do anything. I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. He has a Heisman Trophy on here. He's the, the they still has a national championship on here. I don't know what you guys want me to do. He is that's what it is. Hey, listen, if that's the case, what's what's the what's the guy? What's the kid to play in Alabama that uh that the Eagles had that they traded? Jalen Hurts. No, 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 no. Started with a B. Um, oh, um, Sam Bradford. Yeah, Sam Bradford. He went, the, to, he went to Oklahoma. All right, no. All right, well, whatever. He 
He's a great. He's a great. He should be a greatest quarterback known to man because he wouldn't. He wouldn't took them to a title game, and all he did was just throw darts everywhere. That's he did the same damn thing as Tim Tebow. Well, he actually had an arm though. He could throw yeah, the ball deep field. Well, I mean, yeah. much better than potato Tim potato. Tebow. <laughs> much better than Tim Tebow. Let's be honest here. All right. We spent a lot of time, so man, we're gonna we'll at least cut our podcast from two hours to an hour and a half since this part this part will be cut out. Merit your uh, top quarterback. Um, so I was up between two guys, um, both very similar type playing styles. So I'm between Robert Griffin the third and Cam Newton. Both dynamic players actually could throw the ball um both heisman trophy winners one is a national championship robert griffin was not i will go with cam newton by the smallest edge mainly because of the national championship that he won let's be honest that 2010 season was electric they that auburn team was unreal and no one could stop cam newton a six foot what seven guy behind center was like six or five like six or five six foot six i don't think he was six seven potato potato yeah <laughs> <laughs> but he ran all over everybody threw the ball over everybody i just i can't say no to him not being the best quarterback of, of college football you know yeah he he did that more than anyone else could ever do. That's you know, very low. You know, one season that he actually played because he decided to steal a laptop and throw it out of window when he was in Florida. So think of think of this. If he doesn't do that, we don't have Tim Tebow. That's true. Damn it, Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tag him in this video. If the extra response, that'd be great. Please tag him, Kevin. Let's see what happens. Oh my gosh. Kevin's like, I hate you guys. I hate you. Oh my god. Kevin, I hope you know we love you. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, next topic. <laughs> oh God, this is going to get worse. I think for Kevin, I really do. Probably. Go ahead, ask next stop because he because he got he 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 probably he probably has another team, another inspirational team that he wants to play. What's up? Okay, <laughs> we're gonna start with Kevin on this one because it's <laughs> In your opinion. <laughs> Who is the best overall college football team of all time? I'm waiting for it. I'm <laughs> so waiting. <laughs> I mean, well, damn, I actually had mine narrowed down to two. Oh, okay. Who okay. you got? All right, all right. So for me, <laughs> me, I'm sorry. This is just, you know, as Merritt and Cyrus laugh about my last answer. So uh, my first one was the 2004 USC Trojans. Oh, yeah. Okay. They All were 13-0. Right. Okay. Right. You know, they won the national championship. This was that prime year that uh, Reggie Bush and Matt Leinert had um, tons of NFL players on that roster. 
Um, was Lendell White on that team? Lendell White yeah. was a sophomore on that team. Who was the yeah. other running back? Uh, I Bush had was, Bush, Lee Bush. Webb. He was the senior. Bush was a sophomore. Yeah. Uh, Lee Webb. Then it was uh, Lendell White. And then you also had David Kirkman and Herschel Dennis. Those are the other guys that got like yards. But the main ones on that team, Reggie Bush had a 908 yards and Lendell White had a thousand yards that season. Um, so that team was one that I've been was balancing. Then the other one, which might cause a little bit of a stir, would be the 2001 Miami Hurricanes. Ooh, you definitely going to the jailhouse on that one, bro. Mm-hmm. So, so you like the jail teams. Well, hold on. Let me just introduce you <laughs> to the starting lineup. I have Ken Dorsey, yeah. who is NFL quarterback, Clint Portis. You also had Najee Davenport and Willis McGahee and Frank Gore all on this team. Your starting wide receiver as a sophomore was Andre Johnson. Jeremy Shockey was on this team. You know what's funny is Bleacher Report has them as the number one team of all time as well. Do they really? Yeah, they do. Shout out to Bleacher's Report out here. But yeah, I mean, that I, and Ed Reed was on this team. I'm just looking at like the roster. Jonathan Vilma as a sophomore. Um, but that I mean, if you're talking like tons of NFL talent, that's why I was kind of going back and forth was with this one. But for me, the 2004 USC Trojan roster, that was the one where I would like for me personally, I'm interested in college football because I loved Reggie Bush and Matt Liner were like a hell of a duo. All right, Cyrus, you can go next. And honestly, yes. Kevin, I thought you were going to pick a Tim Tebow team. That's why I was I laughing swear to God. so hard. <laughs> I thought I was laughing so hard. Well, thank I'm, God I, I made up for it with my other teams. Well, you kind of did, but you still picked the jail, like the jailhouse team too. So, <laughs> all right. well, you know, I, it's okay. It's okay. They, they, it's they, right, weren't, they weren't as bad. Exactly. Okay, I'll give you that. They didn't do anything until like really after college, anyway. Yeah. So. You're good. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Charlie Ward's Florida State Seminole, sir. Oh. Shout out Charlie Ward, New York Nick. Yeah. But I remember that offense being so dynamic and then having all those playmakers they had, Peter Warwick and, I mean, Patrick Warwick and all those other guys. They had tons of talent. And they ran an offense where they, like, they sat, they sat in a shotgun. They didn't, like, Within like first five seconds, they go under center, and then they like change the formation. So that that stuff, like I was like, ah, oh. and they always had they always ran up the score. Didn't didn't buy, and I think I believe like one year they Bobby Bowden won a national championship with them too. So yes, rest in peace, Bobby Bowden. Yes. Love that guy, West Virginia native right there. He also coached the West. Didn't he coach at West Virginia? Yep. Yeah, he did. He right did before, right he, went before he went to Florida State. Yep. Oh man, all the success after he left. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Why does that always happen to us? All know. right. So I've got two, like Kevin. Um, the first one is a team that I actually loved until I went to school, where I went to school. Um, was the 2005 Texas Longhorns. That, like Kevin, was the team that got me into paying more attention to college football. 
Mm. I remember watching that national championship game mm. and watching Vince Young just trot into the end zone. Like it's an iconic image. I know we all know it, but I remember sitting there on my couch, like on the floor in my f- family room, watching it going like shocked and all like watching these guys play. Um, and he did everything like Cam Newton on his own. Like he had some weapons, but not a lot. He went up against a juggernaut in USC and won. So I like that one. That that was one of my top teams. And then I got to go with Mr. Cool, Mr. Cigar himself, the 2019 LSU Tigers. If you want to talk about NFL talent, that team was full of it. Oh, yeah, that team was loaded. That That team team was loaded. was ridiculously loaded. They went what 13 and 0 14 and 0 whatever it was mm. crushed everybody and honestly maybe a little bit of a, a Bayou Tiger fan that day um <laughs> just a little bit i did, i did like him a little bit but honestly they, they had yeah they had like there was a two guys on they had Jefferson and him on the opposite end they had Jefferson on one side they had Chase on the other they have Joe Burrow in the middle. Their defense is all starters in the NFL right now in the cornerbacks and safety positions. Their offensive line, they're, one of the offensive linemen that plays for the Bengals played for the Tigers in that same season. Um, Isn't it, wasn't the tight end, um, what's the name, son? Uh, uh, Randy Moss's son, wasn't he on that yes, team? Yes, Thaddeus Moss, yep. Yeah. I don't know where the heck he is at right now. Oh no, he he's somewhere. I know he's I he's think trying he, to play on the team. He didn't. He did not get drafted. I don't. No, he didn't get drafted. Think. He didn't get drafted. And I know he visited the Patriots mainly because, you know, the lineage there. Uh, where is he at? He last played for the Bengals. Yeah, he was on the. He's been on the practice squad. Oh no, he was waived from the practice squad on September fifth of this past season. So, yeah, I don't think he's playing. Anytime I think of that two thousand and nineteen team, all I think of is the image of Odell Beckham in the locker room and just going to all the wide receivers and just giving them like. Straight cash money and then like the NCAA is like oh my god like freaking out I think my favorite image is just Joe Burrow sitting there like this cigar in his mouth and just <laughs> chilling like I love it I can't wait to see him do the same thing this coming Sunday <laughs> but yeah so that's where that's that's it that's all we got um Kevin you got anything else that's all I that's all I wrote so, Cyrus, Maybe, is is it going to be me, inspirational? Give me <laughs> one, Cyrus. Give me one surprise that's going to happen in the Royal Rumble. I believe that. Um, I think that. I think that I think Rhea Ripley is going to wind up win the whole thing. I like it. I like it. My I prediction. Think, I think she's. I think she's going to get the push. I think they're going to try to give her a push. Yeah, I think so too. And then I think that 
in this rumble, we're gonna get one entry of a huge major star from back in the day that like we wouldn't expect. That's what I'm project yeah. projects. Well, but, the other th the other thing is I think they may um they were they were thinking about it. I don't know if they're still doing it. They were going to they were trying to get the they were trying to get the other Briscoe brother to see if they could get him to come to one of the one of the tapings or do something. Mm, he, but he technically he's still under contract with ROH and AEW. But I mean, you know, that was that was an ass because technically I all, that happened. Yeah, because all those all those guys were all, you know, all those guys have been you know, they all been together for years and so but yeah. But yeah, that's a good one. That's all I had. No fun that's your final notes? Yeah. All right. Well, I do have trivia. I'm yes. trying to keep up with the trivia. Um it is West Virginia related. So Cyrus, you may or may not get it. Okay. Um but here we go. Which West Virginia University quarterback finished his career with eight thousand one hundred and fifty-three passing yards? And left West Virginia as the school's leading passer. Wow, that's a hell of a question. I think I want to say it's Gino. Is that your final answer? And it means it's not Gino. Probably it's definitely not the answer. But yeah, that's going to be my final answer. Okay. Because of the fact that nobody other than till that air raid offense had that many yards ever thrown. So that's the only reason why I guessed him. But if it's not, I'm not surprised. Cyrus, you have a guess? I'm thinking. Who else was a West Virginia quarterback? You know, I'm stumped because the last person that was of notable of notable was Gino. I know there was a guy after that 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 was just picked in a draft, but I knew he wasn't, he didn't beat any of any records. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think, I'm trying to go back and think like, who was the other West Virginia quarterback, but there's nobody of note that I could think of. So I, I'm drawing a blank. All right, Merritt, go ahead. Okay. So I just looked up stats because this question is, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, this question's older. Um, but yes, Geno Smith technically holds the record. He has over 11,000 11, passing yards at West Virginia University. When this question was created, though, Geno was no was not around. The previous mm -hmm. holder of the passing record was none other than Mark Bolger. Makes sense. That's yeah. why. That's why I couldn't Makes remember sense. because it was yeah he wasn't the that said Mark Bolger wasn't really a wasn't really high commodity coming out of school. Mm -hmm. No, he right. and he had a pretty decent NFL career. I'll give him that. No, no I know, but like, a yeah, but baller yeah. at basketball. Well, yeah, both of them. But he wasn't. But coming out of the draft, though, he he wasn't a big he wasn't a big name. That's why he went to the Rams because I think the Rams didn't the Rams had didn't the Rams at that time just went to the Super Bowl or was like like uh, went to the went to the championship game or something like that. I'm gonna say. When did Bulger Something go? like that, yeah. You're, I think it was around '99 or 2000. Right, so they had been, went. Right, so they, hold on, I'll look it up. Give me a second. Ninety. So Bolger started his career in 2000. So. Um, hold on. Let me. I just want to go down and find the actual stats. 
so I'm not reading. Did not play in 2001. <clears throat> 2002 played in seven games. He played his whole career until 2010 with the Rams. Right. Um, For eight years, he played with the Rams. And then his last year in Baltimore, he did not play. So he was just like a backup and did not touch the field. Right. So what I'm saying, like the year, the year he got drafted mm-hmm. and the next year he played, I think those were the years that the, like that team was still that the greatest show on turf type of deal. Mm. And what's the name was the in and, and Warner was still the quarterback at the time. Yeah. So Warner won this. They won the Super Bowl in 2000. That there was the go. year they, they beat the Titans in the Super Bowl. And then in 2001 is when they lost the Super Bowl. Right. So then there you go. So that's why that's what I said. He they picked him. They picked him. He was like a second or third round pick. He wasn't that's why they were talking about when, when he came like he wasn't a real well known guy and when he was taken, it was like sort of a shock. He was the fifth quarterback taken in the two thousand draft. Yeah. The quarterback taken, but right before the GOAT. And Tom Brady. Oh. See, so yeah. yeah. What's he and doing Tom, nowadays? What the hell does Bulger do now? Sells car sells car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he's a big time curler. Really? Um oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> he plays with Jared Allen and John Benton. But I feel like he does like commentating. It's a possibility. A lot of those, a lot of those quarterbacks get like the. He probably doesn't. He probably doesn't do it on like um. It's probably like a lower level. I don't think he like. He probably gets like a the crap tastic games in whatever the region is. Oh, probably. So, all right, Kevin. That's all we got, bro. Yeah, it's our time. First off, uh, so I'm assuming it's outro time for me. Um. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> okay. So once again. A wrestling episode was postponed, so hopefully in the cards we can get together and make it happen post-Royal Rumble. But I want to thank Cyrus again for joining us out here. We appreciate your greatness, sir. If you want to share your Twitter handle with us, I just can't remember it. Uh, Let's see. Let's see if I can even remember it. I mean, listen, it's not like I go on Twitter. I'm just that popular on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so I am at CKJ1408. CKJ1408 is our guy, Cyrus Johnson. If you want to look at our lovely faces on the YouTube, make sure you see us and like us on our YouTube page, the Mainly Musings Podcast. Um, stay tuned. Me and Merritt, we're trying to work on maybe do some giveaways, trying to get some more reviews, trying to get some little comments i have some things that i have from when i travel to the national championship that i can give away to so stay tuned if we just do some little um for us to do that uh so you can make sure you listen to us on all of our streaming platforms we're on apple podcasts we are on spotify we are on google play we are on amazon play as well make sure you follow merit at his instagram at merit underscore p Follow me at my Instagram at kquava624. Follow the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. And make sure you guys are on the watch on the YouTube. We got a lot of fun things coming up. We got 
We Out Here series of me at the Natty. We have the We're Out Here series at the at LA Clippers game. Um, you guys recently just saw uh the We're Out Here series at Stony Brook with Merritt. Me and Cyrus will be going to do it. We're out here in February. So mm-hmm. make sure you guys stay tuned for that. And yeah, as uh, Andrew said, we're just going to keep rocking this uh, Manly Musings universe. <laughs> uh, you guys take care. Have a great night. Peace, y'all.